0: The army where you shoot them a mile away, you got to get up close like this. Little bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber League suit. Good will like think? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell
1: no! Germans, Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it.
0: Are you running a business or a charity?
1: war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh,
0: Yankees win! Pull over!
2: the cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a part of that,
1: The telephones are ringing. Overload mode in the 21st century. Driving holding with my hand on the cell phone.
0: This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five.
1: All right, here
3: we are. Uh, What are we talking about? Oh, it's Friday. That means it's uh, a lighthearted Friday afternoon here. It's beautiful out, kind of. Last I checked, it was 32 degrees, and the sun is still shining. Well, it's not shining, but, you know, it's out. So uh, spring is right around the corner, as they say. Before you know it, everyone's going to be going out and getting drunk for St. Patrick's Day weekend. That's about three weeks off. In fact, we should have the organizers of the Watertown Goes Green. Uh, They should be coming in and out of our studios in the next couple of weeks uh, to uh, talk up uh, about that big event. But for now, it's still mid-February. Today is the 16th of February, so we're already over the halfway mark. We do have an extra day this year it's leap day or, or leap year but leap day is the 29th not necessarily a good time of year for me over the years. I think I've talked about that before but nonetheless uh, that's for another show so uh, the big news today is uh, once again Donald Trump has been well I mean he's been uh, I, I don't know how to put this but in a civil court down in New York City, 368 million dollars. Uh, of course, he's going to appeal it. Plus, he can't operate in New York City for, a, I think, a period of at least two years. And all of this based on uh, illegal procedures in his business practices in the past, claiming he uh, he was... Uh, he, 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 he They claim he misrepresented himself when he was asking for bank loans, something that absolutely no one else does. Nobody's above the law. No one so the hypocrisy continues, and I know there's people out there or one person out there that would disagree with that. But once again, this just goes to show how rigged the system is and how um, just unfair they are to this guy. They just don't want they don't want him back in office. And you know what? Donald Trump said something the other day I thought was very important. He said if he wasn't running for president, he wouldn't be sued. And here's the other thing he said. He said if he was running for president and he was behind in the polls, uh, they wouldn't care. But because he's running for president and he's way ahead, um, well, obviously they have to put a big-ass, you know, block in front of his, his, uh, his future. So they'll, they'll do everything they can. I did not see the proceedings today at the uh, Fulton County uh, hearings, not trial. Uh, but apparently uh, uh, the, the uh, district attorney's father, a former Black Panther—I'm sorry I broke up your Black Panther f- party— uh, was on the stand today, and he was uh, bitching up a storm. So, as they say, the apple doesn't far, fall too far from the tree in that uh, family. And uh, and 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 really, uh, ultimately, nothing is being said about uh, at least today because of all the news coming out of uh, Russia, with the uh, you know the outspoken opponent to P- Putin uh, dying in a Siberian uh, 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 well jail cell at age forty-seven. Our President Biden said it was clearly because of Putin. He opposed his policies. He was outspoken, and now he's dead. Of course, Vice President uh, 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 Kamala Harris. Well, where are they? They're are they in. Uh, uh, are they in Munich? I know they're in Germany. And she, you know what? She does halfway well. Is that grammatically correct? She does okay with a teleprompter. She she was uh, she had the use of a teleprompter today. But even then she's e- uneven as far as her you know her whole approach to the, the, the spoken word, just like uh, D.A. Willis there. You could just again, these are unqualified people in very important positions. It's a very scary time that we have right now. Um, and uh, I caught a little bit again, I was do we would do I was with Johnny Spazzano today. we did a live broadcast. And and I just snuck away and just had to watch. I've, I missed the first five minutes of the view, but uh, of course they were talking about yesterday's hearings in Fulton County, and and the way that the left spins what was what was seen yesterday. That said, yeah, there were there were correspondents on MSNBC and CNN. Now again, I don't see these live by the way, but Fox always shows the the response. From all the other uh, so-called cable, you know, news agencies. And you know what? I, I I, think it's, I think we've gotten to the point where Fox is is so popular and really has a much larger audience for obvious reasons because they're the only entity out there other than a half-assed Newsmax and Steve Bannon and a, and a handful of others <clears throat> that actually attract a conservative audience. I think they should, you know, stay away from... From showcasing the response, the remarks and and responses from, a, say, like a Joy Reid or a Rachel Maddow, because they're just not worth it. And and for that matter, maybe they shouldn't even show any segments of uh, of the Yentas from the View, because even though they're part of legacy uh, journalism or legacy, you know, network TV, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're mainstream anymore. I, I, I would like to draw up the article if I can find it, but last week there was a huge story of a shakeup at uh, Paramount, who owns CBS. And they fired a lot of bigwigs down in their D.C. agency. And just like in broadcast news, you know, when you have a shakeup, and usually they shake it up in D.C. or Washington or at their London agency, whichever. But this one uh, hit, hit hard down in Washington. And I believe that's where Nora O'Donnell actually does the show, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe she does it from New York. I can't remember. I know her her husband owns uh, a couple of restaurants down there. So when she shifted from the guy from when she threw the guy out from Buffalo and moved him to the weekends to Siberia, um, she uh, she demanded that she, you know, move everything down, move down there. But whichever she still stands, despite the fact she took a serious pay cut a couple of years back when she renegotiated her second contract. And like I said then, I said, well, it gets to the point where what are you going to do? You're going to fire yet another, another anchor person? You know, you went from Walter Cronkite for like 30-something years to uh, Dan Rather, and they've gone through I don't know how many people have come out of the pit in the last 20 years, and all of them have failed. We've gotten to the point where you just can't replace anybody anymore because you're going to have the same results. Ultimately, it's going to be David Muir, <clears throat> who looks like he's on Ozempic times six because I can see I can see the cheekbones popping out of his face. And then you have uh, Lester Holt, and then you have a very distant CBS, who has gone very woke in the last five six years, particularly, especially rather, when Nora O'Donnell took over. So if you read the the inner workings of of the of the um, of the firings of the layoffs, uh, several of which were uh, African American, you know, journalists, and when you read what was said, one guy in particular, he lost his voice recently. I think he has suffers from the same vocal condition that uh, RFK Jr. has. Nothing related to smoking or crack cocaine or anything like that, but he's, he speaks like this. And he had a huge argument with one of the editors, and this is within the context of the article, <clears throat> after he was let go, um, that he was upset that he wasn't getting enough attention, enough respect. And somehow or other he got a raise out of the deal. <laughs> I mean, th- typically when you talk to your superior uh, in such a fashion, you either get demoted or fired. Well, finally, they got rid of him. And the, the bottom line is this you know, when the ratings are in the in the sewer anymore, you got to realize that identity politics or identity journalism just isn't working anymore. It seems like four out of five stories each and every morning when it went, and Sharon and I, from time to time, will watch the CBS morning show, which again is this distant, distant third with Gail King and, and a barrage of other people that focus on inner city urban stories all the time, which is fine, but that's their emphasis. And after a while, you've got to realize that 13% of the country is watching that, maybe, unless they're watching nothing at all, or BET or whichever, watching a, a Snoop Doggy Dog video at 7 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> they're just not as interested in that as, as you think they are. And of course, there's a lot of white guilt people watching CBS in the morning, for that matter, Noro but just not enough. So we're at a point. And especially after seeing yesterday the D.A. out of Fulton County, Georgia, and for that matter, over the last three years, how we've seen such a horrible performance from Kamala Harris. And again, you know where I'm going with this. We have unqualified people in high positions because white liberal Americans think that this is the answer. And it's just very it's very much uh, not the answer. That's for sure. So uh, anyway, Donald Trump is uh, no longer able to do business in New York City. At least for, I believe, two two years, uh, he's going to be sued. Uh, Even if he appeals this, even if they cut that in half, he loses a boatload of money. I know he's still uh, in the process of uh, appealing the previous charge, uh, the the civil case against uh, the woman. I'm forgetting her name now. I'm sorry. The skinny lady from the 80s that no one cares about anymore that talked to Rachel Maddow and said, uh, let's spend the money. Let's buy a condo together. What the hell is it? I keep on wanting to call it J.D. Lang. I know it's not that, but if you add all the money that former president and hopefully future president of the United States, number 45 and number 47, our Grover Cleveland of our time, it will probably come out to at least $350 million. And then you got Stormy Daniels is up next. And of course, we'll have to find out soon whether or not that case will be dismissed in Fulton County. I, I I know there's at least 91 indictments. <clears throat> that he has to uh, overcome uh, before the November elections, and then on top of all of that, <clears throat> we and we talked about this yesterday with Dr. Michael Schwartz, uh, with this this uh, imminent uh, uh, threat of uh, of of this hyper, what do they call it, the hypersonic nuclear uh, intercontinental missile that apparently can uh, destroy our satellites. And in uh, and, and, and the process, of course, uh, make it virtually uh, impossible to detect before it's too late. So let's just use a, a kind of like a fail-safe, uh, well, I shouldn't say that, A post apocalyptic type of scenario here where, you know, one day you, uh, you find out that uh, everything is hunky-dory, and then you have five minutes to get out of your house or <clears throat> whichever, within five minutes, Washington, D.C. and the entire Northeast is destroyed. Making it virtually impossible to pursue or, or to actually, you know, collect yourself and defend yourself against what ultimately would become the end of, end of, end of days, or for that matter, the beginning and end of World War Three. It's amazing that we, you know, we were so far ahead of them in so many respects— and yet, all of a sudden, we find out from uh, the uh, the Pentagon guy Kirby just yesterday that oh no, they got something and it's very important. They haven't used it yet, and they're not able they're not exactly able to implement it at this point. But it is a threat. And just like Michael Schwartz said yesterday, this just seems to be yet another distraction, and 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 trying to gain support and curry favor towards the war in Ukraine, whatever it is. There's a lot of things going on right now. I also want to say on a local basis that Millie Smith once again did, just did a tremendous job today. It's a hapless job. Nobody wants to be the one element within a school board district anywhere in America and be the conservative voice. But if there's one person that, that deserves that job and her re-election bid is coming up, I believe she's looking for her petitions over the next <clears throat> couple, of mo- a couple of weeks, uh, it's Millie Smith. And uh, I know there was some contentious calls today, demanding this, demanding that. Um, Millie could do so much. And like I said, it, it's a thankless job. I don't even know if—I doubt any of these people get paid. They just do it out of the kindness of their heart. But for the most part, we've noticed, certainly during COVID, that the typical person in the school board is just looking, obviously, to to become part of the local elite or get some, uh, you know, resume material to say, wow, you're left of center. We want to hire you. Or— after people realize that there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the hallways of our local school, you have someone like Millie that stands up and says, I want to be a part of that. Remember, Millie only got the two-year term. Am I right on that? Someone left, someone went to Better Pastures or something, did the Jesse Rochia thing, and then she took a place when she won the election. But now she has to look for a re-election bid uh, come this, uh, I don't know when the election is, but it's coming soon. And she, like I said, she's going for petitions. We at here at the Live at Five show, and I can speak on behalf, of course, of uh, Hotline host Jeff Graham, stand firmly behind the re-election of, of Millie Smith. Uh, because the answers that she had today, particularly when it comes to vaping or smelling like marijuana in the hallways and the ramifications for that... Were just fantastic. It's, 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 boy, it's a tall, tall order. Uh, back in the days, if, if you were smoking too close to Christ the King High School, uh, outside the designated area, you would go to detention for three days, maybe five days. Today, you can show up smoking like, uh, smelling like marijuana and have red eyes like Glenn Curry does after his cataract uh, operation, and everything's fine. Oh, we have to go through a whole legal process to make sure that this person's Okay. The world has changed, folks. That's for sure. Here's our first call of the day. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, hold on a second. Oh, turn off your phone. Uh, radio. it's uh... hey, I'm
0: here. I'm here. Yeah. Hey, the, the whole subject, and I kind of jokingly said to ask uh, you know, your buddy Donnie about it with the, the satellites and everything. And, of course, he thinks that the only satellites are up there held up by helium balloons.
3: Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you get off the speaker? I can barely hear you.
0: No, I'm, I'm driving in the car.
3: All right. Well, okay. Let's talk a little louder then.
0: I'll talk a little louder for you.
3: All right, don't be obnoxious. So I just what couldn't I'm hear th- you.
0: What I'm thinking is that this is a real problem that's being pushed under the carpet or there's no such thing and we're being lied to as your buddy played a Michael Schwartz said.
3: Hmm.
4: Yes. What
0: do you really think is going on here?
3: I don't know. I I thought it was a distraction. Uh, 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 Schwartz believes it's uh, it's currying support for the Ukrainian war and the continued proxy war uh, that we have. So people would say this is a good thing to do, uh, or it could be the uh, the end of days. I don't know, Lefty. I have no idea.
0: Well, I'm in a, a few like prepper, you know, living off grid groups on on Facebook. As a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. It's more about like having a greenhouse and having backup food and you know. Having solar power, but this is a top subject that's in a lot of groups right now.
3: Yeah, but I don't think and- I don't think having MREs in your basement or your bunker really matters. We're talking about you know uh, plutonium bombs strapped to a, a, a missile that is undetected and, and only detected until it's too late. So you know, ha- having having you know vegetable having a vegetable garden and living off the grid, I don't think that's an alternative. I think ultimately it comes down to just vaporizing and and not existing anymore, especially in the Northeast. Um, so you know, I, I hate to burst your bubble, but I don't think anyone survives uh, this scenario. Uh, what,
0: what 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 I was getting to is, is the chatter in there is that the government's under a lot of pressure right now to be able to prove that statement. If not. What the government is actually doing is they're, they're bringing up things on false pretenses. And if you do it too many times, then nobody listens when you do do it. Kind of the same way that the emergency broadcasting system doesn't
3: work. <laughs> the boy who cried wolf. You yes, know? yes, I agree.
0: Yeah, you're, you're, you're crying wolf would be the exact term for it. Thank you for you know, pulling that out of me as I was trying to, right. trying to say While it. While you're
3: driving, yeah.
0: So so <laughs> what we got now is we have a government, our government, who is either crying wolf or they're making this up? Right. One or the other. If they're making it up, whoever is doing this is doing it politically.
3: Well, it's, yeah. you know,
0: basically to support the support the Russian war and everybody that's in in favor of protecting Ukraine. Right. And everybody who's in favor of the, the president and the the whole system that's going on right now.
3: I, I Most think people
0: I, don't think we should be putting.
3: I, I, agree with I, I agree with you. I agree with uh, you. But um, um, the, the, the important people, the, uh, the liberal elites, they believe it's important. And our own congressperson, uh, Claudia Tenney, by the way, <coughs> I, I failed to mention this earlier. From what Mayor Graham told me and Hotline Host, is that the, the, the uh, uh, congressional district will remain the same. As far as our district, meaning, and this is the, the preliminary, unless there's a cont- uh, someone contests this, uh, we will still be part of Claudia Tenney's district. And that's, don't get me wrong, and Jeff would agree with me, it, it's good either way. Either Steph- back to Stefanik or remain with Tenney. The fact remains, based on what Jeff said today, it's going to remain a Tenney district. Meaning, we, we will continue to speak with uh, primary candidate Mario Frado. Go ahead, sorry.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think that's a big nothing burger. It always is. Well, I mean,
3: it's big news. It's a that, big news. The way,
0: the way that it favors New York City is how they're going to redistrict things over and over and over again. Every chance they can to pull a little bit one way they can. Right. And even at a time like this where it isn't going to do them any good, they're going to keep doing it just so they can prove, by by fact of doing it, that they can make these changes anytime they want. Well, That's a big it's, nothing burger. That it's I know a blue you and, state. You and, Glenn, you and the mayor seem to... Drool over I don't understand well
3: why I'm not had. drooling over anything but thank you for that but I think th- also because George Santos was flipped after you know his district was uh, you know he had that that weak candidate the other day lose to the former congressman Sousey or Susie whatever I think that put uh, the uh, Albany at ease um so as a result they say, "Ah, who cares about the 21st or 24th? We don't care about that." You're right. They're going to gerrymander as much as they can in districts that they they really know they can control. And that would probably be like you said in downstate. But ultimately, they're going to try to flip at least one more district in their favor. They got the Santos district back that traditionally was democratic anyway. They lost four 2 years ago. They get that back. Ultimately, the one thing that we're not talking about, though, Lefty, a lot of Democrats have seen the writing on the wall, and there's more Democratic con- congressmen, and there's some, there's some Republican congresspeople, too, that are not seeking re-election, and it could go either way. But ultimately, the good news is, and this is good news, we're going to have a bigger margin of, of uh, conservative uh, Republican representatives after 2024. I'm not talking about the presidential election, there, there's some hope in the Senate, but uh, that gap will be widened. So I think at this point, uh, New York or, or Albany is probably gonna let up, and, uh, and that would mean that the primaries will still be scheduled for June, uh, and that, therefore you're gonna be hearing a lot of primary ads, of course, for the incumbent Tenney, along with uh, Mario Frado, and it happens in in, uh, in June at some time.
0: Well- Step step back one step, and I'll let you go. You were saying if the Russians have the technology to knock out our protective systems, and that means that there are actually satellites. Yeah. Then none of the, then none of this matters. So we should be really on there. When when the power was off for a couple of days, and we had that little windstorm. Yeah. Did you have a backup generator? Did you have some food on, on hand? Well, how how did you get through that?
3: Um. Well, we lost it for like 18 hours. Uh, other people lost it for longer. You know we're tough people up here. We deal with severe conditions all the time. Uh, it's not the first time we lost electricity, but it's been a while. I granted. Uh, I think. I think that. I think there's a grace period. It all depends. If 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 it's a matter of like life and death. If it's if you lose electricity and your house is floating away in some river basin in Pennsylvania, that's bad. But up here, as long as you have you know warm clothes and uh, and a, and, a, and a built-in fireplace, whichever. Uh, and a well-insulated house that was built over 100 years ago, you should be good for at least three, four days. But if it goes beyond four or five days, then things get testy, Lefty. And if things get really, really cold and wet and nasty, uh, mudslides or or this or that or fires, that's a different scenario altogether. But there is no comparison between that and, and a bad Mother Nature condition, and I'm not putting Mother Nature down, than and a nuke, a plutonium bomb that could take out an area of 150 miles to 200 miles, all in one shot. Not to mention uh, the loss of confidence, knowing that Washington D.C. has been completely wiped out. That's that's the right, worst no, case my, scenario. My,
0: my, my simple question was: You were you prepared during that? You own a generator?
3: No, I don't. But I survived because we, we have we have enough food. Did you
0: have do you, you have like backup food for? Of course. You know, like a few days? Or, yeah, okay.
3: sure, sure. And we now only you have should, two people. You should,
0: you should, you should, you should get a generator, without a doubt. I, I agree Anyone with you. Up here should, should have a generator. I agree. They're I not agree. that expensive. The best thing for you, I, I've got to build in one. The best one for you would be a, a dual fuel, which means you hook it up to propane or to gas. That way, if you just run it on propane, you never gunk up your, your carburetor. You don't have to I do agree. anything like that. I agree.
3: But it's been so You're long since we change. lost our electricity. It's been the last time we lost our electricity at an extended period of time up here, correct me if I'm wrong, was in 1998 during the ice storm.
0: No, I... Well, I'm I'm a little bit off I'm a little bit farther off, off the city limits than you are and I, I lose it quite regularly. Well, my warehouse my warehouse during this last thing never lost power.
3: Yeah, neither this 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 station. And yeah, and, so and regrettably know, other other are, parts of the city did too. And I got crucified by someone for saying, well, our, our other guys across town. That was just a luck of the draw. I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, you're, that's personal. It's like, give me a break. <laughs> just stop. Uh, yeah, so some well, people were affected. Others weren't. We, we lucked out. We do have a backup generator. But uh, I can guarantee you that, that that wouldn't have gotten all the stations going. Uh, Johnny ultimately would have been the, uh, the, the only station that would have remained on at that point. But uh, like I said, we lucked out.
0: One what, what, what thing that you kind of- kind of are going on as though, like, if they knock down our defenses, that they're going to immediately put a platonic nuclear bomb. That isn't what would be happening. What what, what is thought would be happening in any type of attack like that would be some type of an EMP. Which is an electric magnetic field that
3: just knocks out. I've been hearing. Over. I've been uh, in the last 48 hours. I've been hearing nothing about uh, that other than uh, a nuclear warhead attached to a, a hypersonic missile that can ch- go from uh, the north end of Russia, north of Moscow, over the north over the North Pole, and into the northeast. Which just goes to show, Lefty, that the missile defense system that uh, uh, Congresswoman uh, Elise Stefanik has been talking about, we've been talking about for over 10, 15 years now needs to be built. Why are we waiting to build that, President Joe Biden? Where? Why is the delay? We already been granted, as the region or uh, for Trump, mind you, for the missile defense system that would defend the entire northeast of America, and yet somehow or other we haven't done a damn friggin' thing about it. And now is it's probably too late because we are not up to snuff in the technology that the Russians have. We are exactly where we were on October fourth of nineteen fifty-seven when they launched Sputnik. We were behind then, then we reclaimed it, we went on the moon several times, don't tell Donnie that, and we've been dominating ever since, and then we cut back our nuclear uh, arsenal thanks to uh, presidents like Obama and others and Clinton, and now all of a sudden we're behind the eight ball. Scary stuff, Lefty. Very scary. But I gotta go. I gotta do a break.
0: It is. You have a great day.
3: Bye-bye now, don't know you know. All right, that's uh, Lefty. i got to do a break, and we'll be back right after this. You've been hearing about Herring's contracting, and now your roof is leaking. So get on the phone now. Visit SamaritanHealth.com to learn about our services. All right, remember that uh, this wonderful show, otherwise known as the Live at Five show, <clears throat> sponsored by our friends at L.A. Quarry in Lafargeville for all of your crushed uh, stone, uh, limestone needs in the North Country, L.A. Quarry is clearly the answer. And if you don't know that by now, by listening to a community broadcaster station, you have been living under a limestone yourself. They deliver or they can pick up, or rather they deliver to you or you could pick up at their beautiful quarry, which can be seen from space. In fact, <clears throat> a, a, a hypersonic missile can find uh, the, the quarry very easily. Uh, because it's so big from space that uh, they don't even need a road map. That's all big the place. It's just incredible. Uh, Give L.A. Quarry a phone call at uh, 315-658-2004. Remember, you don't have to be a contractor to be a client at L.A. Quarry. Everything from uh, crushed stone for your driveway, for your front porch, uh, to bury your mother-in-law, and up to to building a, a large complex, or, or, for that matter, <coughs> uh, uh, an interstate highway. L.A. Quarry, give him a shout right now. All uh, right, we got somebody on the phone. Hi, you're on the air. Hello,
2: Glenn. Welcome back. Hope you're healing uh, well. Yes. And uh, great, great. And and a couple of uh, uh, questions. I'm I'm not any kind of an expert on plutonium bombs or hypersonic missiles. Neither am I. Or strategic or the strategic defense initiatives that uh, uh, might possibly be coming to drum or was talked about coming to drum and maybe has been dropped or lost or something right. but anyway that what with with little I know uh, I'll share with you and maybe somebody can call in who's got a better uh, knowledge on this I don't think that the Strategic Defense initiative uh, missiles which have had a very poor uh, testing uh, results they they in, in testing they've done very poorly at, at, at hitting the missiles Hmm. and i don't think they i don't think they have the ability to deal with hypersonic missiles I would right. be way off base but no
3: I you're not you're not do. well it's not just so, so much a missile or or like a patriot missile knocking it down it's detecting it that's the big thing it it it, it travels so fast and uh, I, I, again, you and I can't explain the, the science behind it, but it's it's just uh, uh, it's just a science that, uh, for some reason or other, Ronald Reagan's America just didn't adhere to in the last 20, 30 years. However, the Russians and the Chinese are way ahead of us. And by the way, one thing I do know, sir, and I think you know this, we actually created hypersonic technology, just like the bullet train, just like the nuclear bomb, just like so, so many things, and yet... They stole this from us over the last 50, 60 years, uh, just like back in the days of the, of the Rosenbergs, the nice Irish couple that gave up some serious nuclear information back in the 50s. And that continued, and we didn't uh, pursue hy- uh, uh, hypersonic uh, technology. And now we got caught with our pants down, just like in 9-11. It's a scary thing. It's very scary.
2: Yeah, it, it is. And and with the system not being very reliable, even with, with uh, non-hypersonic, you just wonder... What it can do with uh, or can't do with the with the hypersonic anyway mm-hmm. uh I'll, I'll shut up and uh, no let, no
3: you up, and, bring I'll up a good point you up. bring up a good point and i hope i hope all of this is a you know what what mike schwartz said yesterday hopefully i'm praying that he's right that this is merely just uh a, 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 some technique or tactic i should say in order for americans to support uh the war in ukraine as a proxy war and in addition to that to hate guys like Tucker Carlson for, in their eyes at least, uh, putting uh, Putin, Putin excuse me on a pedestal. Uh, so they're killing a lot of, st- and not to mention it's a huge distraction uh, from uh, uh, from uh, our president and his cognitive, uh, you know, inability. By the way, sir, can I ask, are, are you older than 80 years old?
2: Negative. Okay. Negatives. All right. But but, but, do, uh, but I, I hope that uh, you continue in your healing there, Glenn. And yes, I appreciate it. Work Keep up the good work there at the Center for Broadcasting. Excellence.
3: Great, thank you, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. I know I got personal with him, but you know that gentleman right there is no spring chicken by any means, and that's a derogatory remark. But we live in serious times, so I can't, I can't be. You know, I, I have, I have to tell it like it is. That man knows how to speak. He knows what he's talking about. He knows when, when not to. At, at, you know, at least address things that he's not, you know, up on or or intel, intelligible enough to to, to comment on. But he's more qualified to be the president of the United States than the president of the United States is. So as far as this whole thing about, you know, hypersonic and, and all of a sudden it's it's urgent news and we should be aware of it. I remember two years ago Putin talking about, look out, I have hypersonic. Uh, I, actually, I thought he said supersonic technology. Maybe I wasn't hearing him right. Right when the war started. We're coming on the two-year anniversary of the uh, Russian-Ukraine war. and And I've learned so, so much about it. Thanks, of course, to Tucker Carlson and conservative viewpoints that this war isn't what they're selling it as. And we cannot continue listening to ignorant people who make millions of dollars to sit around a desk every day live at ABC Studios owned by Disney to tell us otherwise. We can't. These people are out of touch like a Hall & Oates song. Hi, you're in the air. Hey,
4: Glenn. Hey, this thing with Donald Trump down in New York. Yeah. There are so many people that should be arrested that it's unbelievable. How so? Where does a judge get off being an appraiser in Florida? Oh, I, I'm unfamiliar with that. We're talking 22 that. acres on the intercostal and the ocean side of Florida. One of the houses down there is going to be worth $1 million. Mm-hmm. He, where does he get off? And where does Leticia James get off saying that I'm going to get him one way or the other and he's going to go down?
3: Right right yeah um, what, what was it uh, Dershowitz wrote a book about you know he titled his book like got, uh, got him or I think that's the name of the book and yep. yeah it was it Letitia James who coned that oh we're gonna get yeah we got him we're gonna get him and the same thing with this broad who looks and acts just like Letitia James down there in Fulton County who made a complete exactly. fool of herself yesterday I agree I don't know what to say just, look look everything is unprecedented everything doesn't make any sense if they, if the, and like President Trump said, if he wasn't running, this wouldn't be happening. If he wasn't ahead, this wouldn't yep. be happening. But all of it is, so they're going to try as be, as much as they can, uh, and within the realms of their own power. And let's face it, they have that power certainly within urban settings, where you have George Soros, uh, uh, you know, uh, politicians and and district attorneys and attorney generals that run the whole uh, judicial system in Georgia, in New York City. In Albany, for that matter, it's everywhere. This was happening before COVID. It was happening before George Floyd, and when and when Donald, it was happening before Donald Trump came down the escalator. But when he did, when people mocked him for running, and they said he wasn't going to win, and then he did win, then all the things that were happening, unbeknownst to us. Is that, is that grammatically correct? All those things that were happening without us uh, actually being, you know, uh, you know, understanding what was going on. No one basically knew who George Saros was or what type of impact he exactly. had, but it was too late. And now we live in an era where, you know what, I don't think there's a point of return. I mean, I'm going to play something here. But the whole is, oh Glenn, yeah. who
4: got hurt? Which insurance company didn't get paid? Right. Which financial place didn't get their money? And who? I'm sorry, but you know as well as I do. Right. I can tell you, the bank. Mm-hmm. This is what I think my house is worth. Right. They're going to send somebody down here to tell me what they think it's worth.
3: Yeah. So, and, and th- you know, it's funny. When I came back on the air, it's been, almost been three years since I came back from the dark ages. And I, when I when I came back, I said the one thing I want to avoid is the double is talking about the double standard. And you and I are doing it. No, no disrespect. But when you ask questions like "Why is this happening? Why is this true?" blah blah blah, it it just it doesn't make. They're in control. They're going to manipulate things just like they did on the eleventh hour prior to the twenty twenty election, where individual states changed their rules uh, without anyone yeah, knowing it,
4: it. And illegally. Yeah, well, of course. And That's then,
3: what and, then did. and then when you hear, it was ha- illegal, and had
4: the court it, could not do it. It has uh, to but,
3: be but, their rem- Senate. Okay, but it's true. But remember, who's who's running things here? It's not you and me. It's them. So uh, any, exactly. ru- any rule of law that we at least had any half-assed understanding about is totally thrown out the window. Whenever they say no one is above the law, it's, 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 it's them, not thee. It's, uh, it's always thee, not me, the, whatever the expression is. So that, well, that I'll, in I'll itself it is nice. a double standard. These
4: people are bunch of Bravo Sierra.
3: Well, but you know, unfortunately, my friend, we can call them any, any word in the book. Unfortunately, these bastards are winning. They're winning, and there's Which nothing we can do about it. Yeah, it's very scary. Very scary. And here it is. We're worrying about hypersonic technology that could take out our, our civilization. And we're sitting here arguing over whether or not a, a guy with a penis can play in a, vo- a girl's volleyball game or, or join uh, the swim team. It's disgusting. And, and you won't like what I'm going to play from former President Barack Obama and his conversation with Steve Colbert recently. I'm going to play that next. You won't like that either, okay. my friend, let me tell you. No, I love it. All right, I'll talk to you. Yeah, I don't know if you'll love it, but okay. I'll play it anyway. Thank you. Uh, that's our ordinance guy. Hi, you're in the air.
1: Hey, how's it
3: going? Uh, here's the. Well, you know what? We have from time to time, of course, we have Danny, and we love Danny, and we have SG. Uh, who? Li- where are you at now? You're in Henderson, Henderson Harbor oh, or Henderson, goodness Nevada? Goodness. Henderson, Nevada. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like a Motel 6 or something? Or, you know, uh, are you are you like the guy no, from a, Old Country a, for New uh, Men?
1: I'm uh, a monthly rental place. You know, right. Fish, fish department, yeah. Sorry. It's SG, um, ladies and gentlemen. Well, let me start with. You know, Ukrainians have have shot down one of the hypersonic missiles with our Patriot system.
5: Oh. So I, I and, didn't know
1: that. You know, so, and like three of the four scientists that developed the hypersonic no longer are living they I think the one's still alive but but yeah, it was a big you know black eye for Putin that that they took one down, hmm. so there's that that's um, promising but you got to listen to all of Biden's speech. Biden is funny as hell if you listen to him you know i he he, he my father could never get all our names right when he'd yell at us, I and mean, that missing a name for this or that right. isn't like. Mental incapacity, you
3: know. There we go. <laughs> um, justification. What right. uh, what's that? That's justification. That's all you're doing. No, it's not.
1: That's not justification. I listen to all. I listen to all the Trump speeches too, and he says like crazy stuff. Well, like, yeah, you know, but, but, you know, but he, the other but things, he doesn't forget know? his
3: his youngest son's name is baron He doesn't forget that. He, he, he's, he's, he's a sharp cookie. And not to mention they're oh, throwing so many things cookie.
2: at him. you got
3: to say that. differently because you know you have the mob behind you to agree. Just like Whoopi Goldberg no. looking in the audience and saying, am, am I making sense? Yeah, you're making sense, Whoopi. We love you. We hate
1: white people. I agree. Go ahead. Sorry. It's, it's called objective reality. I watch all of Biden. I watch all of Trump. Trump is going way down in his mental capacity as of the last year. He's been really slipping.
3: Let me ask I you, mean, S.G., let me ask you, this is something that I've been talking to my friends about, and I think it makes perfect sense that when, okay. you know, the, you know the word vitriol or vilify or uh, hate total, let's just use the word or, or, or total hatred, two words, put a hyphen in between, okay? Total hatred. And let's, let's say that the average Trump hater is excessively more angry at Trump than the average Biden hater. Would you agree with
1: that? Well, of course, he tried to overthrow the Capitol. I mean, it's it's nuts. So, we've just you know, had three... Stuff, that, stuff that's never happened before keeps happening with Trump, and you guys still want to say, well, he's still good, he's still good, he's yeah. not. All he's,
3: right, he's right. let criminal. me just say, okay. First, okay, first of all, and I know you're going to th- throw in the 70s inflation rate and whatnot, but what's happened in the last three years is unprecedented in itself. Say what you want about January 6th, which is a bunch of malarkey to begin with, but in addition to that, let me just say this, that if there was ever a time to have real serious concern about a president... It's right now. But that said, the average person who, quite frankly, doesn't like Biden, still doesn't have the level of hatred than the average Trump hater. And there's a lot of them. I would say 51 percent of America. Absolutely. despite they And I asked him, I said, and typically these answers come from. You know, uh, elite kids going to you know, schools where they're not paying for anything, that have uh, grown up in 4,500 square feet houses in, sub- in suburban America who don't have a worry in the world, uh, or okay. people, or people, baby boomers like myself and yourself for that matter, who have enough money in the bank to, to live down in the Carolinas or Florida who don't have a worry in the world. Those are the people that can afford to hate Donald Trump, whereas a good chunk of America cannot afford to, to despise Donald Trump and should at the same time despise Biden, <laughs> but they don't. So why is isn't, there a difference? Why, I gotta ask Biden it. No, no, no.
0: Helping
1: the public, uh. Biden has lowered the insulin cost. Uh, Biden has had factories coming back to the United States. The chip act is one of the greatest legislations that passed. And you know, Donald Trump told Donald Trump infrastructure. Donald, SJ right, 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 Come on, come on.
5: Donald Trump. Okay,
3: well, you had ran. No, 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 because okay, Donald Trump threatened Ford. Ford was going to move one of their plants out of Ohio or Michigan, whichever. Uh, and uh, by the way, Michael Moore, Michael Moore, one of the guys that uh, I really despise a lot. He actually had a town hall meeting, I believe, in Ohio somewhere where they're they're struggling. Uh, the the you know, the Rust Belt on and off over the years, and he had a sympathetic ear. Towards these people, because quite frankly, Michael Moore looks like he should have a sympathetic ear to the people of the Midwest because he's a Midwest guy himself. So he understands that Donald Trump put put the put the sword to the throat of the CEOs of Ford and says, "If you move your plant to Mexico, I will put on such an, an unbelievable tariff that you will not make a dime on any of your products manufactured south of the border." Do you think Joe Biden's going to do something like that, SG? Joe
1: Biden got. He stood in line with the with the auto workers and got the best.
3: Yeah, know, a thing. union. Yeah, okay. D- SG, there, oh, I'm sorry.
1: There are factories coming to the United States and Mexico from from China and and, and everywhere because you know the the. Covid made, it, made us realize we need to be a little bit more connected with, you know, Mexico and Canada and right, so, in partner with them more. All right, so get, I mean-
3: get back to my, my. Okay, none of this is making any sense because inflation's through the roof. And people it's are not. losing. It's
1: going down every day. It's <laughs> been going down. I love how you say that
3: month. because you know we saw this years ago when when you know when we had the uh, gas crisis under Donald Trump after Katrina in 2005. The, you know, gas went up to like 450, but then it went down to 375. And hey, it's down. To, hey, it's down. It's not good. So all of a sudden you inflate it to a certain point then you relax it and everyone's happy it doesn't work that way we were much better off three years ago sg i'm sorry you don't realize that
1: Three years ago, Biden was in office. I tell you. Uh, well, but, whatever. Okay. All right, all right. I all right. Trump keeps saying we're better three years ago. Yeah, because Biden got in office and everything started clicking. Right. We've right. had so much. And by the way, and, more and, and,
3: and SG, I know I, first, uh, SG, I know you have president. yellow. I know you have yellow fever, and I know you appreciate people from the the Asian persuasion. and God bless you for that. Uh, but what is you? Okay. What are your thoughts about the 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 surge of of Asian men between the ages of eighteen and thirty five coming over the border with suit? cases. Uh what say you about that? Is that a threat to America and our future in your opinion?
1: I, I don't think so. Most of them are <laughs> Chinese
3: it, nationalists I, or from China.
1: Well, i I'm, yeah, if you li- if you're born there, you're that's what you are, but if you want to get You know to what's in inter- and, and, and and a good lo- when when they interviewed them coming across the border, yeah. they asked them what they were looking for and they said freedom.
3: Yeah, yeah, okay. And then you, know, you that's, can't that's you can't find you about. can't find a job. And they also asked them you can't find a job in China. And they walked away. I saw the same interviews. I, yeah,
1: I gotta China's economy is crashing bad, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a world. So then, uh, if that's the case, the then why
3: why aren't there why aren't there uh, Chinese women? Coming over to satisfy your fancies. Why? Why aren't they coming over the border and such in the same numbers as? Oh, I was, I was as, talking
1: as, about Chinese. I, you blanked out. I didn't hear the male part. Uh, Ninety-nine point uh, nine
3: nine percent uh, of them are male Chinese military age men. What's the deal like, there, SG? What's What's going on I there? I saw
1: a Fox interview like four Chinese women coming across and saying these women were coming uh, too. Well, the so majority I, I, of know, them are all, men. Come on, it's stop. It's all it. the news you watch, man. It's, it's you yeah. know. Immigrants what? made this country, and we need.
3: to we, we go. Pass that border bill. We're a why nation did, of immigrants. That
1: border bill was, was more than they could have ever wanted, uh, and, and, they, and they just because Trump didn't want it. All right, you know, that's insane. All right,
3: insane. all right, I gotta go, but it's good talking. S- yeah, SSG, okay. that's it. How, that. how, how,
1: how'd you hear yourself? I mean, you...
3: uh, no, I didn't hurt myself. I had cataract surgery on Wednesday, but I'm okay. Oh, but okay, well, right. okay, cool, all
1: right, all right, cool man. All right, hi, you're in the air. Oh, border
3: bill. All right. So anyway, I have no idea who that is. Let me try it again. You there?
1: Hey,
5: Glenn.
3: Yeah, what's going you there, on, bud? Yeah, oh, it's
5: uh, yes, it's uh, it's Gunnut, gun Nut. what's happening? It's Gunnut, Nut. All oh, just a nice afternoon. Lots of stuff going on. <laughs> when you when SG's talking, remember, SG was the one who told us. That the, the um, exit from Afghanistan, where we lost all those people needlessly, right? You know, the, the dead Marines, August the $7 of 2021, billion dollars worth. Yeah. He called that a brilliant military operation, right? That that was him, right? He oh. also said he also said we had thirty aircraft carriers. <laughs> no, no, that that wasn't true. I don't know what he was smoking that particular day, but you know, you got to give some credit to. You got to be accountable for what you say, mm-hmm. and SG is doesn't remember what he said, let alone be accountable for it. You know, you said something funny earlier. What's um, that? You said that if Washington got wiped out by it, a nuke,
3: I know where you're going with this.
5: <laughs> it would be a terrible thing, right?
3: Well, that is our our our, our, our power com, uh, control uh, command center, and I, we kind of need it, regardless of who's who's actually operating okay. it. Well, I
5: was just waiting for the 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 last part. What what's the downside? Of that? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't really see a downside. If you could call a special, you know, get Nancy Pelosi, get all the great people that are traitors, get them down there, and you know, have them free hot dogs or whatever it is they want, and then just call up Vlad and tell them they're here. Right,
3: right. That's a good point. I don't oh. think
5: I don't think it's a problem. No, but you're right, and, and unfortunately, you're right. There's no coming back for this. I don't think there is. Yeah, there's no coming back. We, we've got uh, people, we've got SG, we've got stupid people. And well, they vote.
3: I don't want to call and them stupid.
5: I just want to well, call them a You can do whatever you want, but <laughs> I mean, listen to the guy. I mean, you know, you can't say the withdrawal from Afghanistan was wonderful and then call back and say, I don't want to be believed about anything. Right, right. When people are that delusional, uh, you know, what are you? Gonna, you can't argue. But with. Gun Knight, answer this. And this is what
3: I try to ask uh, SG: What's what is it with people that apps? I mean, we I I hear or see interviews online or on TV. Where you know t- guys in their 60s, you know baby boomers, living well, got some money in the bank, lived, worked with some, you know uh, who knows, some union all of his life, God bless them, lives in the Carolinas, came from Ohio, and would literally say on camera, if Joe Biden was dead, I would still vote for him instead of Donald Trump. Why so much uh, the ho- the level of hatred towards Trump? far exceeds the level of, of, yeah. of hatred towards our current president.
5: Why yeah, is that? You're, you're absolutely right, but it's really not hatred. It's just ignorance. Well, call, They yeah. want to belong. You take a guy like SG or any of these people, they want to belong at the fashionable parties. They want to get together with people who are just as ignorant about reality as they are because it makes them feel good. Well, it's my mentality, people sure. People who are paying their bills you know, and struggling and dealing with reality, they don't have time to wonder about what, you know. I agree.
3: I agree. Yep. So, such and such happened. That's why Michael Moore hard. was good. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, that's why I said Michael Moore, a guy that you and I really don't see eye to eye as far as you know ideological, you know, uh, uh, political sense or cultural. But he and he and many others are starting to see the light, including guys like Michael Rappaport, who's Jewish, by the way, who sees his own Democratic Party betraying
5: him. And I don't see well, enough people doing that. You can't be stupid forever. No. Well, I mean, no matter how stupid you are, you can't resist. You know the the tendency to especially learn. if it threatens
3: your the uh, your life. But you know what? Good uh, good hearing from you. But I got to go. We're at the end of the show.
0: Okay, buddy. Have a good day.
3: Thank you. Have a good weekend. And by the way, I'm not going to be here on Monday. It's Mo- it's President's Day. Uh, I don't know if Jeff is, but I will not be here on Monday. Have a great weekend. And uh, AM 1240 w What a time makes this legal. Up next, CBS News. This is CBS News on the hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance.
5: I'm Peter King. A Trump spokesman says the former president will appeal the $350 million penalty that a judge has ordered in the civil fraud case against the Trump Organization. Loyola Law professor Lori Levinson. The timing of this verdict by the judge couldn't have been worse for Donald Trump. Because in a few weeks, he'll be facing a criminal prosecution for fraud again in New York. And with this judge establishing that he believes that Trump and his sons ran a fraudulent operation with the Trump Organization in New York, it will be, perhaps, on the minds of prospective jurors. The judge has also barred the Trumps from borrowing money in New York for three years and from running any companies in New York three years